Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. By the Harvey Host of Hoggeth! What, were you expecting someone else? <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel Movie News. This is our 28th show of the year, 44th in all. Oh my god, we're almost at a year. We are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from the Danger Zone, where we tell you all the news from the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. You can head over to iTunes and subscribe to us over there. Find us through the Popcorn Talk Network or search Marvel Movie News. You can also find us on YouTube over at Popcorn Talk Network slash Marvel Movie News. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel Movie or no Marvel News PTN and head on over to Facebook. Like us over there at Marvel Movie News. Though I swear to God, it still comes up as Marvel News for Marvel fans, but I don't know what's up with Facebook. Anyways. Uh, also, if you guys tweet a link to our show, our wonderful uh, Phil Bot over in the booth will retweet that for you. And yeah, hey, I'm Meredith, your host today. I am not the Matt Key. Were you expecting that? I know. Um, he's actually out on some top secret mission sent off by Samuel L. Jackson. And Coy, I think his body double took over, so we don't really know what's up with him. But I'm joined by two amazing guests this week. Uh, return guests, no less. We have Erica and Hector from Geek and Sundry. Oh, oh, get the applause. Yeah. That was uh, terrifying, Meredith, when you jumped up like I that. Know. That was so scary. I know, right? I, just, I was excited. I really wanted a cloak and I couldn't find my cloak, so mm. I just figured I'd, mm. I'd scream and scare everyone. You don't have like a Doctor Strange cloak? No, have... that's all Matt. Mm. He's he's the... That's true. Yeah, Matt's the Doctor Strange uh, and you're the go-to. cosplayer, though. I am you're the, the cosplayer. Right? Yeah, but he's got the best costume. But he is Doctor Strange. He is. But yeah, thank you guys so much for coming out and uh, hanging out with me today, because uh, really, I, I did get abandoned, but the guys have Yeah, they just ditched yeah. you, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd never ditch you, Meredith. Thank you, I know. It depends on what else was happening. I might ditch you. <laughs> You're, that's a very L.A. response but of you. Thanks so much yeah. for having me. I appreciate oh, honesty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's always great, because, I mean, you know, Mar- uh, Erica, you're a huge fan of the Marvel shows, and... I am! Yeah. Oh my god, Marvel makes such good TV. Don't they? And, and yeah. their films are pretty all right. Okay. Yeah, the movies okay, are real okay. good. I like them I know, a lot. I love them. <laughs> well, and, and, and Hector, any chance we get to talk comics? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a special day. Um, That's right. So, what are you guys? What have you guys been doing? Where can people find you? What's going on uh, with you guys at this moment? So I can be seen on Wednesdays and Fridays on Geek and Sundry's Twitch stream. That's twitch.tv slash geek and sundry. Uh, I also have just started my own Twitch stream where I play all sorts of fun games and chat with everybody. And that's twitch.tv slash Erica Ishii. Ooh. You can also find me on the Twitters at Samurai Erica. Oh, very well said. We have a show together. We do. <laughs> we do a show Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, on twitch.tv slash geekandsundry, the concession stand, where we just talk about movies. High five. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's Most good. of the time, we, we cover Marvel stuff. Why sure. would you so, not, actually? Sure. That's an, it'll be fun. Yeah. But yeah, we, we could. And, and then also, we have a show on Friday where yeah. we we role play hero clicks. What? Yeah, yeah last week, we, we did a, what, what was it? Uh, Fantastic did, Four. Yeah, we did oh, Fantastic yeah. Four in, uh, <laughs> what, what was the... 
story that they were from. Though. Oh God, um, all over the place, all yeah. different kinds of things. It's awesome. Hero Clicks is like a super nerdy, fun uh, little miniatures game. Yeah. And because a terrible Fantastic Four movie had come out in theaters, we were like, let's play games with like good versions of the characters oh from the comics God. that we love. So we had like, yeah, the I was Foundation. the and I, I was the Inhumans. You were the Inhumans. <laughs> you were Black Bolt, Medusa, and, and she Lockjaw. was Lockjaw. Oh, you were all the good. Yeah, it was really good. Little teams fighting each other, and then we played against uh, Doctor Doom and the Mole Man, and he had a mole monster. Holy but crap. it was like not a regular Doctor Doom; it was a zombie. Yeah, it was Doctor a zombie Doctor Doom. So still it was better than movie Doctor Doom. Way better. Like, yeah, our explanation of our powers at the beginning of the game was better <laughs> than the movie that had come out. Right, much richer exposition. That's right. So that's every Friday, 4 p.m. It's called Group Hug. Tune in for that. Ooh. And I also have a YouTube show called Superhero News. Yeah. Shout out to those guys right there. Boom, boom. Super it's a good News. show. I we so, we actually source from it a lot of times cool. for our show. So yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so find that on YouTube. Just YouTube.com/slash Superhero News. That's so, awesome. Well, that's cool. It. Thanks, guys. And I, I know, I know, we have to get into Fantastic Four, and I promise everyone we will uh, we do to? that. Yeah, do I we mean, have to do I it. Know. It already came must and went. Can we I know, right? Can we just ignore we? it? I mean, oh, wait, we sorry, we're trying to we're trying to figure out this tablet so we can look at the chat. Oh yeah, because we're back on the live stream. Yeah, it's we are so live on the stream, awesome. but amazing. we don't know how to turn this on we'll never between the two of us. Yeah, and Ooh. it's it's Marissa's tablet. Thank you so much for lending it to us. But we, uh, it's not an eye tablet, so I don't know how it works. So it's for smart people. It is sitting here, really trying to figure it out. Uh, here, let me, let me let me see real quick. It it's may, not that important. No, it's fine. We do love you live chat, but we'll be back. Maybe Adam's in there talking to people. I don't know. No. Well, anyways, we're just going to get to the news. <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah. chatters. Aww. We do love you, and thank you. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we're going to head over to Marvel Studios first, because uh, there's been some really good news coming out uh, this mm. week, if you haven't noticed. Um, that's why you're here. We're going to tell you all about it. Uh, we're going to start off with Civil War. What's that? Captain America Civil War? I cannot wait. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay, all right. Uh, So it looks like um, we're going to see some Mm crossbones action. Uh, The last time we saw Barack Rumlow, he was being carted off in a stretcher at the end of Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. And it looked like he had just gone to a barbecue where he was the one being cooked. Oh! Oh! Comic fans will know Rumlow, though, by his villainous alter ego, Crossbones. Mm -hmm. And while while the Hydra agent is back, uh, he does have a bone to pick with a couple... (laughs) Certain Avengers, I know. Bone effect. Um, He's gonna be. He will be sporting his iconic mask. We know this for sure. Uh, Actor Frank Grillo um, actually even told the guys over at Slash Films that mask isn't all we're gonna see. He says the scars are not healed. The scars are terribly bad, but the helmet comes off, and you do get to see that. Good. Which I'm pretty excited. Now, um, you've read the Civil War comics, correct? Mm-hmm. A lot of them, yes. Not Yeah, the yeah. main series for sure. And then there's like an infinity amount of tie-ins, mm-hmm. which I haven't <gasps> got to all of them yet, but uh, yeah, I have read a good amount. Uh, so I have not, and I'm wondering, should I read it before the movie comes out? Uh, I don't know if it's should, no. but it's like you could, and you'll probably get more out of it. You um, think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main Civil War... But like War, spoilers and well, stuff, it will go Kind of, sort of, yes and no. But the, but the cool thing is, is that like, the movies are, are different, and they always kind of take different directions, so you might not know exactly how it's going to line up. Um, but I mean, it's honestly the same as like if you're just following the news and you're hearing about, and we're going to get to it in a second, yeah. you're just hearing about like how the story is going to sort of play out and what characters mm-hmm. are in it. You can kind of piece things together and you're like, oh, okay, this is what the, the story is going to be. Right. You might as well read the Civil War comic that came out in 2007, the it, you know one through seven series, that core series, to get like what it is they're trying to do. And then you might get more enjoyment out of it, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I think I think look at the Civil War comics as a good supplement that yeah. if you want more of the story, especially if the movie is as, as good as it's I feel it's going to be, yeah. you're going to want to kind of consume more media. Mm-hmm. Um, and also especially too because the, the main incident that sets off Civil War in the comics is actually um, a team of mutants that kind of blows up Stanford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, while well, they're filming a reality show, no mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the new warriors. Know, yeah. yeah, these young kids, these young superheroes. Yeah, they, they, and they you know, make a bad call, but it, it could have happened to anybody. They yeah. go up against a bad guy who's called Nitro, whose power is that he explodes like a bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So they think they corner him. They're on reality TV. They're on their show. They're like, this is going to be great. We got Nitro. And he's like, he's like, you playing with the big boys. Boom. He blows up. They're right next to an elementary school. And 800 people in this town die, including like hundreds of kids. Yeah. So when that happens in the United States, uh, all the people, the public are like, okay, superheroes are done. We can't put up with this anymore. So that's why they enact the Superhero Registration Act. Uh-huh. And Tony Stark is all for it. And then that's the story. And it's really cool. 
Yeah. And it's but but we know we won't get that because we don't exactly. have we don't have mutants. mutants. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it, it's been said that the the Sokovia incident at the end of Age of Ultron sure. could put that on a, a worldwide scale. Mm-hmm. So instead of it just being like almost like a US issue, it's a worldwide issue. But there's actually been some rumors our buddy El Miambe over at Heroic Hollywood uh posted that crossbones might be triggering the event that causes the superhero oh, registration act. Yeah. The the rumor is and guys this is I will say if you're one of the type that you don't want to be spoiled, mm-hmm. this might you know, given El Miambe's track track record, uh what what's said is that uh, while Captain America and Scarlet Witch are trying to apprehend Crossbones, um, he's outfitted with a suicide vest. Uh, they have him cornered, but then there's another big explosion that takes out a building that could also possibly be a school or something. Sure. So that's sure. The, the rumor floating around that that is what kicks off the Civil War story arc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. in, if that indeed is the case, I guess, what would be the impetus for them to institute that policy, though? Because if it's like a... If it in the comic, it's against... Uh, Mutants, you know, because well, it's not they have powers. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just kind of superpowered uh, beings in general, right? Yeah. Superpowered you know. beings. But if if this is yeah. like he's just got a suicide vest, I, and it's like we just got to crack down on terrorism. Exactly. That's all. Like Meredith said it might be because going off of the last movie, the fact that like uh, you know these superheroes and what they did and what Tony Stark did when he built Ultron. Could, like put right. a bunch yeah. of people's that, lives that in be, danger yeah. and a bunch of people died coupled with every like when the aliens attack just everything building on each other in the Marvel Cinematic Universe up to this point that they're probably like and there's enough superpowered characters now mm-hmm. there's not just like six of them where S.H.I.E.L.D. can kind of mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. have Sam Jackson order them around there's a whole a group, bunch of them now yeah. that that's probably what's going to happen and it's, it is going to be international I've heard so they're going to uh, involve the UN they're going to involve Wakanda they're, that's how they're going to bring in Black Panther uh, so mm-hmm. in an international scale they're going to say these need to be monitored these people need to be monitored and it can't just be shield because shield is supposed to work for the un but not really like and then it was disbanded anyway yeah because you know? it's full so, like, of evil high exactly yeah. so like yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think i mean i i think i can't th- see crossbones being the impetus for it just because mm-hmm. he's not a superhero he's not big time yeah. and he just will be introduced the stakes i don't feel would be as high but listen yeah. neither was nitro guys neither mm-hmm. was this character in the comics That's he wasn't true. big time he wasn't big time and it wasn't the character nobody cared about the characters the fact that kids died yeah that they're and that the fact that superheroes were there and they didn't prevent this from happening so and it even makes it a bigger deal that it's going to be mm-hmm. captain america was there and he couldn't prevent this step so like i'm sure that the world is going to be like what's up cap yeah you, did, you brought, dropped the ball on this one bro like we need to register everybody and it, it makes more sense for the world to turn on Captain America, given that he's sure. such a, you know, he stands for America <laughs> and it's great. not a world that's true. thing. So, yeah, that's true. It's a really good way to, to bring in. Yeah. Oh, did you get him? Nope. We have a fly studio in the problem today. It's yeah. like, it's. We have a, fi- pr- a problem fly in the studio. If only we had, um, if only we had Toad here. He would yep. fix everything. Mm-hmm. Or but yeah. Chris Pratt from Jurassic World oh. could just catch it. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, um, and then also there's, uh, it looks like we're starting to see how the Civil War is going to shake out in terms of sides. Um, you know, sides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they were uh, listing off who's who's on whose side, you know? Yeah, we've got, um, so again, spoiler alert. Thank God we don't have the weird spoiler alert um, sound anymore. But for Cap's team, uh, again, this is uh, coming from Heroic Hollywood, we're going to see Hawkeye, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And then over on uh, Team Iron Man, we have the Vision, Spidey, Black Widow, and War Machine. So, mm. And they hinted that one person could be a double agent. Yes. Mm. Which, I mean, knowing nothing about it, I'd imagine it would be Black Widow. I, you know, and that's because she's friends with, she's closer with Cap, and exactly. she's on Tony Stark's side. And yeah. Well, she started closer to Tony. I mean, she mm-hmm. was introduced mm-hmm. in Iron Man 2. Right. You know, and so she knows Stark on that side of it. Uh, but yeah, it's probably going to be Black Widow as like a, as like a, um, a double agent. Wouldn't it list Captain America's team again? Oh, it's, um, Hawkeye, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man, uh, Bucky, Winter Soldier. I feel like Cap also has a, a, a person on his team that's going to be working for Tony, and I bet you it's Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Which seems like it's not the case huh. because Scarlet Witch and her brother Quicksilver were were uh, affected by Stark's weapons, they said, in Avengers Age of Ultron, and yeah. that's why they, they wanted to take down Stark in a way. But I feel like the distance from that movie to this movie, where she's on now the Avengers team, uh, I don't know, maybe gets to know Stark a little bit better. I don't know. I, even though it's led by Cap, I just feel like she might also, like there might also be a, like a, a double agent, again, going from the yeah. Comics. There were double agents on both sides. Mm-hmm. On both of these sides, you had like Tigra and you know different things. So I, I could also, I would ideally like to see um, either Falcon or War Machine be that double agent, just yeah. because we always oh, associate them as being yeah, the sidekicks. Yeah. But. Well, well, 
Okay, I get that. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. War Machine being on Tony's side, like, mm-hmm. turns against him. Or Falcon turning yeah. against Cap. Oh, man, that'd be nuts if that well, happened. Yeah, because because well, I don't see Falcon doing it because he's he's disillusioned enough in the government mm-hmm. that I can see him falling in. And by the way, guys, um, in terms of the Civil War, Cap is the anti-government side. You would mm-hmm. think that he'd be pro-registration, but mm-hmm. he, he actually equates that to you know a lot of what happened in Nazi Germany, and he doesn't want to see America fall down that, mm-hmm. that road. Um, and, and Iron Man, they've set it up enough that he's got enough guilt going oh, on sure. that, you know, he for feels sure. that this is going to be the way to, to make amends. <laughs> He's got a Hank Pym level guilt. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. I'm pretty excited. And it, it seems, I mean, you know, it's a safe, it's a safe bet, but we'll see when, when the phone comes out. Yeah. Uh, and then cool. also, um, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm excited. So we talked last week, we, we talked about uh, Spider-Man's costumes. There's mm-hmm. a lot of a word going around, like, what's he going to wear? You know, there's talk that he's going to be kind of more like a street clothes, hoodie type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also been reports that we've seen, oh like, God. yeah, we've mm-hmm. seen the blue and, and red suit. Well, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Spider-Man, he's just a kid. He's he's a total teenager um, in but this. But he's a genius but, teenager. But I made this, this I made this last, like, uh, uh, post point last week. While he can develop really cool tech, doesn't mean he can sell. That's true. That's true. You He's know? not a genius at that. Yeah. I, uh, I right. The so, aesthetics might not be his strong exactly. suit. I get it. And, and we've seen, even with like the Ultimate Universe, you know, we've seen Spidey kind of adopt, or other Spideys adopt yeah. like a, a hoodie and kind of this like, you know, I'm a kid. What am I going to wear? You mm-hmm. know, it's uh, the idea that he can make his own costume is like so preposterous to me. Mm-hmm. And it gives Tony Stark, it gives him a reason to get to know Tony better. And Tony can put him in a really good tech suit. Mm-hmm. Hopefully sure. not Iron Spider, though. I don't want that right away. No, that's probably not going to. Well, you know what? Uh, you know what I bet might happen is like, if you remember the first Iron Man movie, when Iron Man's going through his suits and he's designing the Mark III yeah. and then like he's like coloring it and he colors uh-huh. it hot rod red but then mm-hmm. also the like the, the gold of the um of like the, the satellite or whatever that it's like anti-freezing satellite yeah. there's for one quick second the suit goes all gold and then it goes like white and silver so we see classic iterations of the Iron Man suit just in color mm-hmm. really quick as a little homage and then it's like the final suit I bet you when he's like pulling up designs to give Peter Parker the Spider-Man costume we'll mm-hmm. see Iron Spider yeah. and he'll be like that's to me or something yeah. like that like just a little moment but then he'll give him the red and blue and then uh, yeah I think that it makes perfect sense for Peter Parker to have like a crappy thing even in the in his first appearance in Amazing mm-hmm. Fan- Fantasy 15 back in 1962 too, when he went when he went and entered that wrestling yeah, contest, yeah, and he just like, like a luchador, sort yeah, of. he just had like yeah, a yeah. white t shirt mm-hmm. and like he just like webbed a mask and then fought Crusher Hogan like that and yeah. then won three thousand bucks or whatever. So, um, yeah, it, it, in every iteration of Spider Man, there's always yeah in the first Raimi movie, the Human Spider, and in the first uh, uh, Amazing Spider Man mm-hmm. movie with Andrew Garfield, like he just had like yeah the, the mask and like a jacket and stuff. Yeah. So that'll be cool. I think it's I think it's fine. I think he'll probably be in like a handful of scenes. And yeah, it'll be fine. I, I don't think they're they're going to push him so much because I mean yeah. in 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 the Civil War comics, Spider Man was such a big character because he was kind of the one he. You know, he came out and said, I am Peter Parker, and put mm-hmm. a lot of his family in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ended up switching sides towards the end. And, and he's such a an integral character to Civil War that I'm glad Marvel does have the rights for him, but I don't yeah. think we're going to see him. So did they him. scale back his part because of the rights issue? I think so, because he, it came sure. so late in the game. Yeah, and I think that uh, before they got the rights to Spidey to put him in the movie, it was Black Panther that was going to yeah. play that that sort of role. This character who's kind of torn between the two mm-hmm. sides. Also, in the comic books, it's a bit different because in the comics, Peter Parker was already like 28 years old, yeah. and he says, I'm Peter Parker. He does his press conference because he's on Tony's side, and he goes, I'm Peter Parker. I've been Spider-Man since I was 16. So there's this history. Mm-hmm. So he, he represents the reader and the everyman who kind of like you know is like just weighing on every option uh in the movie though i feel like they're going to play peter as much younger because he's 16 he's this is the first time that he's really spider-man and so he's not going to have that same weight of like being the uh the focal point like the audience's focal point like he's not going to do that he's going to be peter parker he's not necessarily we're not going to see the movie through his eyes and then black panther t'challa might be the sort of voice of reason that's kind of talking to both of them for this one i feel like he's just kind of a cameo just kind of like throwing a bone to the fans because we've been waiting a long time for him to show up in the mcu Mm -hmm. and this is this is it so i feel like they're gonna have a bunch of cool stuff with the with the suit we're gonna have the aha moment of mm-hmm. seeing the suit yeah. and mm-hmm. not a whole lot of integral plot. We, yeah, we might not even get the suit until until a stinger, you know, something mm-hmm. at the at post credits. Could be. So. Could be. Uh, rumor is that he's going to be involved in a big action sequence. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's this great moment in the comic book where Spidey is on Cap's side, and a character who Marvel doesn't have the rights to, but was on Tony Stark's side, is Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic. Oh. And Spider Man and Reed Richards are fighting, and as they're fighting, and you know, Reed's not a fighter; he's a scientist, so he's just observing Peter Parker like flip around, and he goes. 
amazing. And then Peter like punches him or kicks him and he's like spectacular. Like he, they're just like oh. listing their little like adjectives, you know? <laughs> so like that might pop up. Yeah. I don't know. That would be cool if somebody calls him amazing right. because mm-hmm. he does an amazing thing and they're like, oh shit, look at that 16 year old kid. That's great. I don't know. We'll see. I would love to see that. Yeah. I, and I, I do wonder though, because you, you guys bring up a good point, who is going to be that that viewpoint for the common man who, mm-hmm. you know, which character is, you know, has the, the lasting, the staying power in the films mm-hmm. to kind of bring everyone in and tie it all together because I don't feel we have that connection with anyone yet. Well, it's not yet. Colson anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it used to be Aww. him. Um, I feel I feel like even though he's not an everyman because mm-hmm. T'Challa is the king of an African nation and he's incredibly smart. He's yeah. almost as smart as Tony Stark or smarter in some ways. Uh, he has incredible tech. He's got a badass suit that we've seen leaked pictures of. Mm-hmm. But and he's I think richer that, than Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And I think that he's going to be the one that is going to have the lasting power and he's going to be, like I said, the voice of reason. Almost like the McCoy to the, the Kirk and Spock yeah. kind of thing where he just kind of like, you know, are you crazy? Like that sort of thing. I feel like he's going to end up doing that. Also very much like Hank McCoy as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, That's right. Speaking of that Black Panther suit, we actually have a shot of what? it. Um, boom. Yeah, boom. Uh, I My monitor is off, so I hope you guys on the stream are seeing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we actually, um, Bri- or not Brian Singer, who am I saying? Uh, we finally did get a look at Chaswick uh, Bossman in that Black Panther mm-hmm. uh, suit. Also with an added bonus of Sebastian Stan. Yeah, the stunt Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah. I think the, the big thing that came out of that picture, because mm-hmm. honestly, you can't see the suit yeah. that well. Sure. It's, and it's during daylight. Mm-hmm. and uh, but, but people are wondering, why, why? is Winter Soldier hanging out with him? What's going on there? Because, uh, there it is, because uh, Black Panther... I feel like if he were to side with either of the two, he mm-hmm. would probably side more with Steve yeah. or okay. maybe help him in some way or maybe, you know, uh, because he is, a, there, again, there's a great moment where when this whole thing is starting up and I think before the law is enacted at the beginning of the story, Reed Richards, who is kind of speaking for Tony Stark, mm-hmm. goes to Wakanda. He's got a relationship with Black Panther with the child and he's telling him like, hey, we really need you on our side. And he's like, I'm staying out of this. And, and Panther saying, yeah, you should go talk to Sue. Yeah. Go talk to Sue. Go talk to your wife. Because they're, like, separating over mm-hmm. this thing. And Reed's just like, isn't this amazing? Like, talking about something in Wakanda, he's like, go talk to your wife. Yeah. Like, so, go. since the Fantastic Four won't be in this, who's bringing in... Who has the relationship with Black Panther, well, then, in as MCU? As far as we know, nobody. Yeah, my, my speculation is because um, Bucky is is trying to find himself. Oh. I think he actually ends up in Wakanda either on like some search for cuz I I'm assuming vibranium. Yeah, I'm assuming his arm comes from is made of vibranium. That would be awesome. But that's right. They were in Wakanda yeah. in Age of Ultron, right? They no. they, they yes. were. They yeah. Were. yeah. And, and Ulysses Claw played by mm-hmm. uh uh God, what's his name? Andy Serkis. Going to be the villain for mm-hmm. the Black Panther movie and so I don't know if he's going to show up in Civil War but like that's how they're kind of looping in. I think that the fight between the Hulk and the Hulkbuster wasn't in Wakanda proper but no. it was in Another Africa. It was another part of Africa, yeah. like along the coast or something. I don't think it was necessarily sure. Wakanda, and but um, the connections were there. So, and uh, there we oh, go. And yeah, so I, th- I think I think what we're seeing is maybe. Bucky kind of well, I guess I, you know it's their stunt doubles. I actually don't think that's Chadwick in the in that suit. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're seeing a scene that that we're building up because I, th- I mean we're going to have to get some explanation as to mm-hmm. what Bucky's been up to, and mm-hmm. I think it, yeah. it's actually going to tie him with uh, T'Challa, and I yeah. think we're going to see a lot of them in Wakanda, and then kind of being forced into this fight. I love that Bucky's in the story because he's not in the comic book, mm-hmm. so the fact that he's the sort of like variable element, I'm super excited. Where they left off with his storyline in the in Winter yeah, Soldier. I was about to say they they left yeah. it very open ended in yeah. Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if in the comics yeah. I, I assume he has a story where. He's more featured and sure, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, in Civil War, would they be able to cram that in there? Because there's a lot going on. We've heard from the people making the movie that like that we're going to be surprised at the role that he plays. He might have a very Ooh, pivotal role. Yeah. And I've got theories. But they well, involve the ending, uh, yeah. and I'm not going to say yeah. what I think might happen. But I am very excited. Well, <laughs> if if and, and that's one thing. Do we know? Um, do we know if Sharon Carter is coming back? And so I think she is. Okay. I think the actress okay. has been confirmed as coming well, back. Yeah, Sharon Carter, Agent Thirteen. Yeah. sure. Well, sure. well, because I love that actress because I love Revenge. That's fine. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I, we, all, we all have our guilty pleasures. ABC, ABC Family or yeah. ABC? AB, ABC. ABC. It's yeah. ABC. Would, yeah. Okay. It, uh, it follows. Uh, it followed Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she's a fantastic actress, and and 
mm-hmm. her the role she plays in the Civil War storyline mm-hmm. and what happens. And again, I don't yep. want to say too much to, to give away potential spo- spoilers. What Be- Bucky becomes is one of my favorite comic stories of all time. And she had a great role in Winter Soldier in the movie. Yes. But like, I knew that she was underutilized. Yeah, mm-hmm. it felt and like they were setting her up for something absolutely. bigger. Because she's a great actress, like you said, and she has that sort of long-term appeal and, and was playing a great character, an yeah. important character that I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't wait to see this character, Sharon Carter, later. Yeah. Even though I really liked her in Winter Soldier. And I really can't wait. Laundry. Yeah. I have to say, uh, as someone who hasn't read the comics, I, I feel mm-hmm. like MCU has been doing a good job of leaving these little breadcrumbs for oh, yeah. us yeah. and, and setting it up for this big ensemble movie. Sure. There, I mean, people complain that superhero movies are now just Easter eggs, Easter eggs, setting up for future movies, Easter eggs, post-credit stinger, that's a superhero movie. And I feel like Marvel still is the best at at, at writing the balance of setting yeah. up stuff for future, yeah, even in their well, TV shows. Keep, keeping yeah. it a, a good, well, focusing on the coherent present. movie well, keep, or TV show. And yeah. keep this in mind, that was, that was all phase two in any mm-hmm. sequel well, any like number two of a three-part story, mm-hmm. it's always going to be a setup. You know, there's there's very mm-hmm. few properties that escape yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And and phase two really was a setup for phase three, which is going to be the culmination of everything that they started before we go forward yeah. in the next generation. Yeah. Right. It's the Empire Strikes Back of the whole thing. It's exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a good way yeah. of putting it. Because yeah. Empire is the best of the in movies, fact, but it's still In every single open-ended. phase two movie, I think somebody loses their hand. Which is amazing. Uh, <laughs> at some yes, point in the movie, they should. I mean, that's a requirement, right? Right. Iron Man three. No, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Iron Man three. Uh, Aldrich Killian gets his hand cut off. Oh yeah. Uh, oh wait. Winter Soldier. Uh, Bucky's hand. Oh my hand. gosh. Uh, Thor: The Dark World. Thor gets his hand cut off by Loki for a hot second. Um, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Gosh, help me out, somebody. I'm sure somebody gets their hand. Oh, Ulysses Claw. Yeah, gets his Ulysses hand cut Claw. Off. Yeah, you're right. And then uh, Ant Man. Uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I think somebody gets their hand cut off. No, I don't. And I just I'm sure that, no, I'm sure somebody does. Just let me I think on that for a second. Maybe Nebula night. at some point. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. yeah, her arm falls off. You're right. Holy She's crap! Oh my god, she just blew my mind. Oh the last one is Ant Man. I'm trying to remember yeah. who in Ant Man gets her hand cut off. But was Ant Man considered a phase two? Yeah, it's the okay. end of phase two. All right. It's the end. Are you right there, right now? No, I'm sorry. I I literally, literally, I that's crazy. It's like the yeah. universal tell for. Oh, yeah. wait it's till a, you see what's coming in the next one. It's an homage mm-hmm. to the Star Wars trilogy. No way. At first, it was all accidental, and then I think they purposely like. Yeah. Are you put serious? No, I think you're right. Yeah. Holy moly! <laughs> I'm trying to now. It's going to bug me if I can't remember the Ant Man one. Keep going. Keep okay, going. I'll think right. of the Ant Man one. Well, well, while you think on that, we're going to head on over uh, to Fox Studios uh, because everyone has been tweeting at us all week, and I know you guys want to know mm-hmm. our thoughts on Deadpool, right? No. <laughs> we'll get to Deadpool soon, I promise. Um, oh, man. Can we talk about Deadpool, though? Oh, it oh, we looks will. so cool. Oh, we are, we will so be great. talking. I, I actually, because you guys haven't been on in a while, wanna, we will talk about your uh, your thoughts on Deadpool. But, mm-hmm. um, and I don't, I you know, I don't want to spend too much time because I know the, uh, the fans and the guys want to talk about Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. But, overall thoughts? You saw it, right? <laughs> you saw I, it. I saw part of it. Yeah. You walked out. I saw part. Of it. You saw yeah. part of it. I did. did you see part of it? It's a movie in theaters. Did you see like a like a illegally downloaded <laughs> version? No, no, I would never do something never. like that. And, then you and it would never. If I did, I would never okay. talk about that on air. Sure, sure, ever. Sure. So I, 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 okay. I value yeah. the craftsmanship and hard work yeah. of hundreds and totally. hundreds of people that totally. go into it. And you wouldn't want to punish movie would, executives for making bad decisions. No, I, I totally would no. never encourage you to go buy a ticket for, say, Mission Impossible, and mm-hmm. then go walk into Fantastic yeah. Four. I would never say do that. You know. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, my thoughts are I was incredibly bummed out and sad, yeah. and I feel like it's a movie that's really easy to pick apart. It's like pixels. It's like that video that that dude <laughs> right. made of pixels where he's right. just like it's ripping easy it to in. trash it's it. It's easy yeah. to trash, but like it's the popular I, thing to do. I'm it's not, so hot right now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not happy to be trashing it. No, I'm not. I'm super. I bummed. I want. I wanted to know more about Fantastic Four. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. And, and Zach on our show uh, mm-hmm. have, have just talked it up so much, and you talked up Doom as being this amazing, well-rounded villain mm-hmm. because. Let's be honest. Some, not all the villains in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are that strong, but I hear Doom. Fox, Doom though. was supposed to be it, and yeah. and it's disappointing because Definitely. they've they've just been so underserved. The Fantastic Four and all yeah. of the movies that have come out about them. And I just watched the the 2005 Fantastic Four, like rewatched it last night. Did you like night. it better now? I think I did. Yeah. Which is the saddest thing yeah. ever. But like that movie still feels like Fox trying to make a cheesy movie for kids. Like, they don't know what the Fantastic Four could be. Um, and it, feel, it feels like they were trying to replicate 
uh, Spider-Man from 2002, right. like that Raimi feeling, uh, but without treating them with any respect or dignity. Uh, but I could still feel in that movie enough creative people well, slipping in good little pieces of the Fantastic Four, like Willie Lumpkin played by Stanley. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. the most amazing, that's his best cameo, yeah. but it's still in a movie that is flat. So like, I'm very, very disappointed. You know, I, I said this over on a Kim Horcher's Nerd Alert, is that they already made the best Fantastic Four movie, and it's called The Impossibles. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we're huge Brad Bird fans, so yeah, we said last night, yeah. We said it last night in the concession stand. Mm -hmm. My my brain isn't with At least, at least we have the, we will always have the Incredibles. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, and I, and I was talking with Matt uh, before the show today, and he, you know, he even said it felt like four different movies in one. Yeah, um, you know, oh, it, yeah. it started to have a Spielberg feel, and then an mm-hmm. Abrams feel, and then he's like, it suddenly, you know, kind of went uh, down to like the fly uh, mm-hmm. as as we try to catch them, and mm-hmm. and it's like it, it's I okay. Here's here here are my gripes. Um, for a movie that tried to be heady with its science, yeah. they did a really terrible job of trying to explain the science of their superpowers, yep. of how they got there. Like so yep. many movies, you can just give it, like, give me one one good line, mm-hmm. one line to explain it all away, and mm-hmm. I'm satisfied. But they try to use a lot of big words and a lot of like, hey, we know this technical know-how, but we're not going to actually ever go into how they got their superpowers. Like the whole scene where, like, okay, you know. For whatever reason, there's the explosion in the negative zone, and I get that's how uh, Reed and Ben get their powers. And and, and Doom. Well, and Doom. Well, well, what and about Sue? Well, yeah, well, she just happened to be on the, the other side of things. I'm and, on a computer. Yeah, I'm on a computer, but now suddenly I can go invisible. The, that was the best. The best uh, analogy. You, you was it you that had it? It was like Freakazoid. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that was. Uh, I think it was Zach that said that. Yeah. Was the most, but like Freakazoid was cruising through cyberspace. That was a much better way to get yeah. superpowers than Susan Storm. Just like. I'm trying to help you guys. Oh, I got hit. I, I also have it's powers. Like- in 2015, in an age where you know that a movie's going to get picked apart if it is mm-hmm. not a feminist good portrayal of a female character, and they still let that happen, I'm like, just make the pod have room for five people. Yeah. It doesn't have to be four people, yeah. and Doctor Doom has to be one of them, and they're like scrambling. Well, how does Susan get her powers? Oh, she's or, sitting in a chair. Or, I'm sorry, she could have she could have gone in to try to save them. That's what I'm saying. That's you what know? my friend said. Is like yeah. she could have gone in to try to save them, and then it's like they're phasing back and forth. She turns invisible and whatever. Like yeah. it's dumb. I mean, I I I. Ugh. I obviously am pro strong women in movies, but mm-hmm. I don't feel every good movie has to pass the Bucknell test. Sure. Uh, but this was just, what was the point of even having her? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? Because she's in the comic. Yeah. The, the yeah. Bechdel test is not a, a good, surefire way no. to see whether or not a movie is sexist or not. But, you know, it's, nice. uh, it's a nice, it just shows she, well, she's the pattern. Such, the problem is that she's such a problem. The, the, she's such an incredible character in the, mm-hmm. in the comics. In fact, I... I can't stand Reed. I I absolutely hate Reed. I love I, like Reed. oh, he's such him. Him and Hank Pym need to just kind of go off into an island of like whoa whoa. Yeah. Don't group them together with I Hank know. Pym. Listen, uh, guys made some mistakes, but he's no Hank Pym. Okay, that's true. But uh, but Sue is so fantastic, yeah. and yeah. she was not at all in this film. I, I felt she was so looked over. And then what was the scene? Okay, so the whole setup, like the 15, 20 minutes of them trying to like give us the backstory on these characters, I felt like John, Johnny Storm was in uh, Need for Speed uh, with. <laughs> the whole like he pulls up in his like beat up old Toyota and you're like like hey you want to race I'm mm-hmm. like what is this this is like absolutely terrible mm-hmm. uh, and and okay I'm glad I gl- I'm glad we got Victor Von Doom as a name like they they conceded sure. they gave us instead that. of Van Damme yeah <laughs> but he was Victor Von Doom in the old crappy Tim Story movies like was, you know played, it was played by Nip Tuck. <laughs> Such a bummer. We're never. It's gonna it, unless the characters go to Marvel Studios. I don't think we're gonna get a good Fantastic Four uh, movie or depiction of the characters. Well, and, and then right. Bummer. What do you, and what do you think about that? So there's a lot of fans now clamoring yeah. online, and they, there's a petition. And I'm sorry, sixteen thousand uh, signatures on an online petition is not gonna. Get, here, <laughs> Fox, let me just give away money. They still made twenty six million on opening weekend. It's, sure. I mean that still puts but it. They're gonna take a hit of sixty million. Uh, that's true. They're gonna take that a hit true. on the movie. Yeah. And and. So, yeah, like they mentioned, they talked about the future. Mm-hmm. Fox has come out and said yeah. uh, that while they're disappointed that, like, they're, they're, they're excited for these characters and they're thinking of other ways maybe to bring up the characters again, which to me is terrifying. Because I'm like, if you're not already going full bore on another Fantastic Four sequel or mm-hmm. reboot, 
What are you gonna you're gonna cram them in an X Men movie? Yep. Yep. Get out of here! Yeah, and they already said last week that they, they you know sure. they were going, but now it's parallel universes. Sure, of course. And then I just I just read before I walked in was that while initially um, there was going to be another Fantastic Four movie in 2017, yeah, they're now looking at that being the Deadpool sequel date. Uh, that'd be yeah, so smart. they're thinking yeah. like 2022 or something. It, and which, I I don't know. I, it would be nice to see them in the MCU just yeah. because it seems like there's all these great stories that they're a part of that. Oh, that yeah. I'd love yeah. to see them in and interacting with the characters that we already know and love from the MCU. They'd have to recast them and everything. But it's but like there's that. There's also the, the the aspect of like not only would those four characters and Doctor Doom be freed up, but other mm-hmm. Fantastic Four characters that 20th Century Fox has the rights to: Silver Surfer, Galactus, oh, you mean the, the Cloud, Scrolls, right. the Cloud. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like the Negative Zone, Annihilus. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to say Namor, but he's over at Universal somehow. Yeah. But like so many. What? Classic, yeah. yeah I don't, don't even don't even get me started on that. But so many different like classic. Classic, uh, like I think the Watcher is tied yeah. to them, right? Yeah. Classic Marvel characters. Well, and and, and, I, and it's like, and that's what's killing me with the Avengers and going forward is mm-hmm. that I feel like they're trying to do the scroll stuff, but with like the Chitari, and it's sure. I'm not feeling it. Like I'm sure, not. Sure, sure. I, I love the scrolls. They're so. If you know, if we want to do a really good like. Um, not not Secret Wars story, but Secret just invasion. Secret Invasion story. Yeah. We need the Scrolls. We Absolutely. need the Fantastic Four. Because it's about de- de- deception, and it's about who do you trust. And yeah, because it's, it's great. The Scrolls are shape shifting aliens, yeah. and they take you Ooh. know the Super Scrolls, and they can take the form of, and they do take the form of, mm-hmm. of many of the superheroes. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Oh man! And Reed Richards is a real dick because the way that <laughs> they defeated the initial invasion of the Scrolls mm-hmm. back in the '60s comics, but like back in the day, was uh they defeated a, like a handful of Scrolls, and then Reed like brainwashed them and convinced them that they were cows yeah. so like they they like you know shapeshifted into just like earth cows and then did just left them out on a field oh, that's wow. what Reed Richards did real dick move and then later those cows were eaten by people and it got real hairy it yeah. got crazy wait did they actually work that into the story oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great yeah oh, <laughs> the, the Silver Age of Comics did some really so fun yeah it was nuts I loved it but uh yeah so like I um but like to me, more importantly than everything, with like the side characters, the villains that could go to Marvel or interacting with other characters like the Avengers, right. if Marvel Studios did a Fantastic Four movie, they would treat those four characters with the most respect, and we would love them. Yeah, because what they did with a talking tree and a raccoon, imagine what they could do with really beautiful, well-rounded characters—a family that fights and loves each other and goes on adventures and. Well, and that's the thing. This didn't feel like a family at all. <laughs> no. I mean, it, yeah. it's it was. Uh, you know, I like, there are some things, now, I, I know we've been really negative. Some of the things I, I liked was that, you know, them having to be part of this military operation, basically mm-hmm. being forced into, you know, being mm-hmm. looked at and ex- experimented on. It gave them a reason to be together. But the thing about the Fantastic Four is that they were together before they got those superpowers. Yeah. And they had this history and they had this friendship. And we got that a little bit with Ben and, um, and, very little. And, yeah, very, very little. little. With Reed and Ben. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, it, 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 the legacy wasn't there, mm-hmm. and it was sad. And I don't. <laughs> I'm not saying recast at all. I'm oh, not I'm saying, saying that. Really? hardcore recast. Yeah, because yeah, those are great actors. But they're, they're so good. They're but such good actors, they and they're not, individual projects. None and of them sold me in the roles. Not even. And it, and that's it, and more I, of a yeah. director. Sure. Thing. And, and of course, they're not going to work with Josh Trank again. If they no. do a sequel, it's going to be another director. But like even Miles Teller, who Josh Trank fought for to play Reed Richards. He did not sell me in any aspect of being so read enough. You, not enough. You don't feel that this they could pull a Wolverine's origin where we just forget about the film, but we keep with if it's in a one case like Ryan yeah. Reynolds playing Deadpool, a side character, sure. Okay. But if it's a case like Fantastic Four where they're trying to bring back all four of these actors, at this point I the mean, movie has been so badly received. If yeah. you, it's it's a press thing, but then also yeah. if mm-hmm. they if they hopefully if they treat these characters again they they're gonna do a whole different tone and a whole different take on it i, I don't know because yeah. it, it'll still be a sequel to it's like i love gi joe retaliation it's a super fun movie yeah, but i still also kind of hate it because it's a sequel to gi joe rise of cobra mm-hmm. which is a garbage movie mm-hmm. so i'm still like they're still limited because at the beginning of that movie they have to explain like here's cobra commander and destro and yeah. uh, remember from the last movie and i'm like don't remember from the last no, movie. who no. even cares just get let's have, let's have the rock kill channing tatum real quick and then let's just get going but and everything's good and everything's bad. Yeah. It's still just like it's I don't know. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean I, I know a lot of people are asking where's Fantastic Four going next. I I think it's gonna go on the shelf. That's why I think it's oh, all yeah, going for a while. while. I think mm. Fox does not have a plan and mm. after this badly received movie they're not about to be like, Okay, here's what we're gonna yep. do plan B. They don't have a plan. And they don't need to because they have two other properties mm-hmm. that they are excelling at and, mm-hmm. and right. I think, you know, I'm just gonna say it right now, I think Deadpool is going to be the superhero movie that uh yeah. you know, especially of, of next year. And that's in a movie with 
a year with Batman and Superman yeah. and Marvel Civil War, and you're saying that Deadpool is going to be the breakaway. Yeah, so that's awesome. I think yeah. that's so great, too. <laughs> and that's great because Fox sure. is doing it because it's yeah. you know five and a new years X Men movie next year yeah. too. Right? Well, and, and oh my god, so one of the cool things Brian Singer and his tweets and his mm-hmm. Instagram coming out of this. So we, I think, I think, I think, I think uh, we have a look at what might be the suits in the the weird way that we've got. Um, Here's here's some backlit photos on some green yeah. screen. Uh, yeah. But is are these the new X Men suits? Uh, well, what was the what was the caption that Singer put? He said something Area 51, like Area Fifty One Roswell is what it reminds him yeah. of. So people are already like Area Fifty One aliens apocalypse. The main villain, his mm-hmm. uh, powers and his storyline has to deal with aliens. So maybe those are the suits for the four horsemen mm-hmm. of the apocalypse. Maybe. No. Well, yeah, it just looks like, three of them though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe the lights out on one of the yeah. cages there. Possibly, but I don't. I see. I I see. I could see five there, and I see the mm-hmm. the X Men having more unified uniforms. Where mm. I think the Horsemen are going to be a little bit more whatever, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah I've heard that same rumor that mm-hmm. the, that the costumes look like. The '90s versions, they're bright blue, bright oh, yellow. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. that'd be and, really awesome! And I knew that would make yeah. me so happy. Yeah, I so know. you got the '90s mm-hmm. Jubilee. You've got Storm, Cyclops, Jean Grey, and then Nightcrawler. And I think they're going to be like full comic booked out. Yeah. So those that's going to feel really good because mm-hmm. you know the the trend of making the you know kind of realistic, dark oh, yeah. and gritty superhero. Yeah. They started that. Yeah, trend. yeah they in 2000. I know. I remember that. And, and now they're going to kill it. Oh, I love that. That makes me so happy because. Yeah. These are the X Men that I grew up with. These are the X Men that I love. And and uh, listen, the world wasn't ready in two thousand. The world no, wasn't it's ready. true. We when, we just we needed to, everything to be realistic. When Cyclops made that joke, what would you prefer? Yellow spandex? All the nerds laughed, but people were like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and now and now <laughs> everyone wants that. prefers yellow spandex. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I'm I'm super excited. It would um, be nice to see color in a superhero yeah. movie again. Exactly. I'm extremely excited. Oh. oh. Oh boy! And uh, we got another shot from singer of uh, Angels Fight Club. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we we know he's he's cage matching. You know, I guess making some extra scratch. But mm-hmm. it looks like this is where Apocalypse is going to recruit Angel. Is from oh cool. Yeah, whatever is going on here. So we've we've seen the concept art of this of the cage. We've seen Angel with his wings. Uh, now I'm kind of curious. Does like. You know, in what way is it like an underground mutant fighting, like cockfighting style? You thing? just said it out loud. That's what it is. Yeah, it's an underground mutant cockfighting thing. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I would pay good money to see that. Right? It's yeah. like, yeah, it reminds well, me again of the first X-Men the first movie. X Men with mm-hmm. Wolverine. Like, oh, yeah. Fight yeah. oh, fight him! Yeah, who can but, withstand? Yeah. But the idea of Apocalypse coming in there to recruit him <laughs> does he just bust in and like breaks out, breaks up this fighting ring, or is know. he is he like is he like this you know manager who's going to be like I'm going to recruit you, Angel, for this new thing going on over here. Here's some... I swear to God, those flies are multiplying. I swear it to God. It feels like a scene yeah. from The Exorcist. I know. Like, I'm terrified that yeah. somebody's going to come around the corner and throw up on me because there's a million flies <laughs> in there. insane. This is... Oh, God. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to uh, factor in. But, yeah. you know, it's... it's I'm, I'm yeah. excited. It could be Apocalypse. It could yeah. be uh, one of his horsemen recruiting. Oh, yeah. So it could be like Psylocke shows up or, or Storm or whatever to, to grab to him. Go, yeah. I was hoping that the story was going to involve Angel losing his wings mm-hmm. and then him going to Apocalypse or finding out that Apocalypse could give him his wings back and be like, yeah, but they're going to be metal now. <laughs> and then you're Archangel. Whoa. Like, that's what I was hoping because that's how he gets his metal wings in the comic books. Well, oh. And maybe and maybe in this match we get, we see his wings torn off. And I, I That'd mean, be awesome. Yeah, that's what I mean, horrifying, I like but like, yeah. that's great. That was but, one, that's one of his best moments in his story. Is, and see, yeah. you can still be dark and gritty, yeah. but also r- retain the elements of comic bookness. Oh, yeah. So, totally. yeah, yeah, I love it. Unlike the Fantastic Four, where they thought they couldn't do either. Yeah. Um, uh, why did I bring that up again? I Sorry. don't know. I know it's, you're it's, a it's, downer. No, it's, that's what it's you just, are. <laughs> going back, there's one last thing. It's like I know, I know, especially on the show, we've been pooping all over Fantastic Four. But when it was first announced, we were excited. Oh yeah, that first yeah, trailer we watched was the trailer. Dope. And yeah. we were yeah. really excited. It felt like Interstellar's and, for babies. Like yeah. I was right. so excited. I about it. and I, you know, I really loved Chronicle. Yeah. So I was excited that Josh Trank was going to yeah. be doing mm-hmm. it. I, mm-hmm. I think the thing is, is, is that even all the bad things we heard, we still wanted to be wrong, and mm-hmm. then we were right. There was like Can I say two things real fast. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, number one, uh, I we're going to come at it from a different, completely different perspective on Anatomy of a Movie mm-hmm. on Friday. So feel free to check that out. Cool. But number two, uh, my favorite line, and hopefully this doesn't spoil anything for anyone. There's no victor here today, only doom. 
Yeah, that is a good line. Sure. That, that's a very Doom line. That is. is actually a very but Doom it, line. But it wasn't earned, but yeah. for sure that's the best <laughs> line. It's just like my favorite moment is when they come back from the accident and it's really horrifying and yeah. Reed's stretching to try to get to his friend Ben and Johnny's on fire yeah. and Ben's stuck under a pile of rocks and then Reed looks back and he's all stretched out. Love that moment. Yeah. It's terrifying. Uh, and I also loved when Doom came back and just started popping dudes' heads. Okay, with his yeah, with, with his weird Phoenix his, Omega yeah. like power, yeah. Telekinesis totally. or whatever. Yeah, like, he has, felt like a Kira. Yeah. It felt like Chronicle. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was the most badass thing that a Doctor Doom has done in any movie so far. True. But it still, like, wasn't earned. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fair enough. Where do you get that cloak? That's all I'm saying. true. Um, <laughs> yeah, where did he get that cloak? And that face. And that face. Yeah, I know. Ooh, uh, so what do you guys think about Cable showing up in Deadpool? Hell yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I'm not familiar with Cable. Oh, I know yeah. he's like a main Meredith, do you want to try to explain Deadpool. Cable? Oh, okay. This so, would be good. This villain. would be good. Okay. So Cable is the son um, of <laughs> Scott Summers, Cyclops, uh-huh. and Madeline Pryor. Who's Madeline what? Pryor? Madeline Meredith? Pryor is the clone of Jean Grey created <laughs> by uh, oh, I do Mr. Know Sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, Comic books are dumb. I love them. I know. It's actually <laughs> great. So yeah, Maddie... Uh, Gene's dead. Um, Scott meets Maddie in uh, an like in which he runs away to uh, uh, the A state that we, Alaska. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> the off in Alaska. A yeah, she's, Alaska. She, the yeah, A state. The A state. This is my favorite thing about Scott Summers she's, is that he brings around a yeah. girlfriend who is a clone of Jean Grey, and he doesn't realize it at he's first. Such an, he's he, so, all of his yeah. friends are like, "Dude, Scott, what are you doing and right he's now?" He's like, like no. "What? Like, shut up." She's it's, awesome. This is I Madeline. love her. She's different. She's different from she's not Jean. Yeah. It's Madeline. And then okay. and then Jean shows back up. She's actually yeah. uh, so he's a bi Madeline. Yeah, he completely drops Madeline. She of course becomes the scorn lover. She's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. Becomes a scorn lover. Uh, makes a deal with some demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets mm-hmm. demonic powers. Becomes the Goblin Queen. Takes over Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually just uh, kind of gets destroyed. And, and mm-hmm. they have this baby, which uh, ends up uh, Nathan, uh, Mr. Sinister, wants to steal and experiment on to create the perfect mutant. Nathan Summers is yeah. the baby. Yeah, He's the baby. And then so he ends up getting uh, sent into the future to be protected. Yeah, because he gets yeah. infected with something called the techno-organic yes. virus. So this little baby is like dying from this virus. This uh-huh. baby. So to protect him, I think Scott and I think Jean Grey yeah. go into the future with him and like raise him yeah. or like versions of them yeah. raise him in the future where, he's, where his disease is stopped but he still has like a robot arm and then he has like a cybernetic eye which is why his eye mm-hmm. glows. He has one eye that glows yellow, oh. and then uh, and then let's not forget the 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 Akani, where it's almost like their their daughter who also has some hand in raising. Yeah, it just gets, he's raised by like a future yeah. tribe, so like he becomes like a sixty year old man is a badass in the future, which is also like a post apocalyptic deal, kind mm-hmm. of like Days of Future Past. Comes back to present day as a sixty year old man. He's like, "What's up, Dad?" And his dad's still like thirty. Yeah. So he it's, that's that's it's, who Cable it's amazing. is, and he becomes a mercenary. He starts up his own team called the X Force, which mm-hmm. eventually Deadpool shows up in and becomes a mm-hmm. part of. And he's just so serious and badass that he's the perfect foil counterpart partner for Deadpool. They have a love hate relationship. Yep. They're partners, but sometimes they're at th- they're odds and with each other. They're also getting a new digital comic coming out this October. Oh, nice. So yes, yeah, this is actually the cover from it. Um, it's going to Deadpool, Deadpool and Cable. Yeah, I think it's like a three part uh, digital comic on Marvel. It. Yeah, yeah, great. So I'm um, I'm really excited um, because yeah, I love Cable. I, and they did a really good thing uh, in the comics where he was actually in many ways he kind of paid it forward where there was after House of the House uh, House of M storyline no more mutants were born but then one mutant pops up and her name's Hope Summers and mm-hmm. surprisingly she looks like Jean Grey mm-hmm. uh, and um, Cable yeah comics <laughs> and then um, she's she, and then oh Bishop comes back from the future tries to kill, to her. kill her because she's supposed to co- like be the next mutant apocalypse the type Antichrist thing Antichrist sort of mutants thing. Uh, Cable takes her into the future and raises her as mm-hmm. a uh, equally badass Omega mm-hmm. Living paying, well, paying yeah, it forward, forward paying yep. it forward for sure for sure so so welcome to comics Erica alright yeah. that's Super very yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. what a tangled web you mm-hmm. weave mm-hmm. I know that's right Marvel Comics yeah <laughs> which, which I love and I know a lot of viewers out there you guys have been asking to know more about comics and I think we've done a good job kind of sprinkling some stuff in <laughs> Maybe. but uh, Hector brought some really great issues yeah. that you want to tell us about where people can kind yeah. of jump off with yeah, where yeah. do I get yeah. started in first the all, Marvel Universe first Hector? of all uh, if you watch Fantastic Four 
even if you didn't, I'm going to highly recommend a bunch of Fantastic Four comics. Uh, but I, the movie is most closely associated with Ultimate Fantastic Four. If you can track down the first 12 issues, there's a great Doctor Doom in that storyline. There's a great mm-hmm. origin of the characters. And it's like you read those first 12 and you're like, oh, that's what the movie was trying to do. And it explains the powers better. Everything yeah. that we're talking crap about this movie, this poor movie, they hit all the marks, I feel like, in those first 12 issues. They Try could to have find just written a script from that. Seriously. Uh, on Superhero News, we're doing a new segment of, uh, if you liked it, read it. And we just did an episode on Ant-Man. So I'm going to talk about that one first. So I brought this. uh, Highly recommend this Ant-Man comic right here. Boom. It's brand new. It stars the character Ant-Man, Scott Lang, the one played by Paul Rudd. Not the original, played by Michael Douglas, Hank Pym, but Scott Mm -hmm. Lang. It's a brand new current 2015 comic. It's called Ant-Man, Second Chance Man. And it's about him, and it's about his daughter. I I love it. It's great. It's so humanizing, and his daughter's Mm -hmm. so adorable. And it's like the movie in that it's super funny to read to uh to um to, yeah all the mm-hmm. there's great jokes yeah. in there Scott's a super likable character and it's 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 written it's a great so it's you can get get that trade paperback right now in bookstores yeah. right now it also takes place in my hometown of Miami does it really yeah. he moves to Miami because yeah. his daughter moves to Miami yeah. and he moves there to be with her and then try to be a superhero there and mm-hmm. it's hilarious yeah. so check out Ant-Man Second Chance Man if you liked um Ant-Man also check out that episode on superhero news mm-hmm. uh, we're going to do more stuff soon including a Fantastic 4 episode so we'll recommend more comics if you like the Daredevil show Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is Daredevil Born Again, written by Frank Miller. This is the all-time classic, like, this is where shit hits the fan for Matt Murdock. This is, he hits rock bottom. Basically, the plot is, I'm not going to tell you how it happens, but Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. the Kingpin, gets hold of Daredevil's secret identity and just ruins his life. And it's a little old school. It still reads a little old school, but it's great. But this also has some of the best, this has some of the best characterization of Wilson Fisk. Oh, totally. Totally. And him and Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, oh God, it's, yeah, it's heartbreaking in, in so it's many ways. Yeah. It's great. So check out Daredevil Born Again. There's a, mm-hmm. also, I'm going to recommend some other Daredevil comics, uh, Daredevil Yellow mm-hmm. and Daredevil The Man Without Fear. Both of those are kind of like origin-ish stories. Yeah, Man Without Fear is where the costume comes from. Exactly. The black costume. The, the, the cartoon show. That one's so. also yeah. Frank Miller, yeah? Yes. And all of these guys, you can find these comics. Look, Marvel has like an unlimited app mm-hmm. that you can subscribe to. It's like 60 bucks a year for like a, every, comic, every comic, basically. Yeah. You can go to bookstores. You can do what I do where it's like I go to a Barnes & Noble and read a comic book quietly by myself and if I like it I buy it if not then I put it back on the shelf like because I'm broke I <laughs> yeah. get it people yeah. are broke mm-hmm. uh, go to the library that's another good way to like get yeah. free comics They're yeah more that's actually and, and if you ask them mm-hmm. sometimes they'll they'll start buying a, yeah. a title for you I, and yeah. I, I actually um, when I lived in Mobile uh, I donated about a hundred graphic novels to our local library are you serious there. Right. yep God bless you Meredith yeah <laughs> my mom uh, was a librarian for a while in our awesome. hometown and so she would buy me like she would order the yeah. comics that for she the, knew for the, uh, yeah for the library, for the library. Yeah. and you know I would recommend things and she, love she put them in there. so there's yeah. a bunch so of different ways to like get these stories mm-hmm. free or mm-hmm. at least in like a cheaper way yeah. because I know that everybody's broke and I know that it's also the most overwhelming thing ever is to yeah, be like yeah because yeah. it's, it's once Where you go do down that rabbit hole you yeah. know you have to read all the different issues but there are ways to do it absolutely look you can always just like tweet at me uh, at yeah. Hector is funny to like ask for a recommendation and I'll try to start you with like a good st- all, they, they're constantly these companies are constantly trying to get you to read comics they mm-hmm. want your money oh. they have starting places for you to it, hop in isn't there a really good app you were telling me about it when I was hanging out with you in uh, Overlord at oh. his house what was yeah. that What was there was a really good app you guys talked about and I can't remember it I now it's not a specific app yeah. but like on my phone I have this one issue because oh, Marvel it. put out uh, like a uh, like a Marvel chronology that's what it was where it had like yeah. every like trade paperback yes, in order that's right if you like a character you can just like you know Here's here, this is the reading order for Daredevil. Yeah. Here's the reading order for whatever. I can pull it up on my phone right now, and I have an appropriate uh, yes, a little vibranium well. shield there. And then the last thing I want to do is I want to talk about Spider Man yeah. because uh, there's a lot of people that uh, just from going off of the movies don't give a shit about Spider Man. So mm-hmm. that when the when the word was like uh, that, you know, he's going to be rebooted. He's going to be over at uh, see. There's Fantastic Four right uh-huh. there, right? And it's just like it's every all the essential paperback. reading. Yeah, That's like nice. Punisher. You want to start with Punisher? That's the order that they're recommending. Not all of these are great, but hmm. it's just like if you like a character, you can kind of hop in, um, and you can find this, 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 these lists and just wiki stuff. I wiki stuff all the time. They'd be like, "What's the reading order? Yeah. Where do I start? Yeah. If I want to start Civil War, do I have to read everything and just Wikipedia it." But um, the reason uh, people don't care about Spider-Man is because I feel like they haven't read um, enough good Spider-Man comics, mm-hmm. so the movies aren't good enough. And the other thing too that I love is Miles Morales. That's a character oh, that God. people don't know about, and they feel like, "Why couldn't they have just made the new Spider-Man?" And I'm number one Miles fan. Same. Why couldn't they have just made yeah. the new one Miles Morales yeah. or make him black or something? And mm-hmm. I'm like, there's a specific order of events that needs to happen to get the best stories possible. Here's mm-hmm. some of the best stories. First of all, you read this, Meredith? Yeah. Oh, God. The bad this Spider-Man is... <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the death of Spider-Man. 
Spoiler alert, uh, the, the title is yeah. true. Uh, and it's brutal and it makes me cry. And this is the death of Peter Parker. And this is so, in the Ultimate Universe. Ultimate Universe, which is something mm-hmm. that was started in the year 2000 yeah. to try to bring on new readers. And right, for, I started I started totally. reading Spider-Man yeah. when that started, when so this, Ultimate Spider-Man oh started. Oh, God. So this is a 16-year-old Peter. And then this is how he goes out like a badass. And it's a, so go get this paperback. It's great. And then the, the beautiful thing is, is that the sequel to this is... Is Ultimate Comics Spider Man? This is Miles Morales, and this is how we. This is and how, this we, is how get we meet him, him. And, and and he lives in a world where Peter Parker is dead, and yeah. he has to carry on this legacy. And the and it uh, opens with like Peter's funeral, and there's flashbacks of like because I'm not I don't want to tell you what happens, mm-hmm. but it, it's amazing. And if you want to know why people love Miles Morales and why I think it needs to be in this order. Peter Parker is Miles Morales' Uncle Ben in a lot of ways. It's key. You can't just kind of mix stuff up. So I'm glad that there's going to be a new white Peter. Sure, because I believe that it's going to be three movies, and then yeah. I think Marvel Studios might do that. And then I think we I, might get a Miles. I, and I agree, because I, I was you know one of those people who like, I want Miles, I want Miles now, but you yeah. make such a compelling argument. as We do. We need that backstory to get there. It needs to count for Because something. that's what's special about Miles, yeah. is that he's not just Black Spider-Man or Spider-Boy, or yeah. he lives in a world where there's also a Peter Parker. Like, he's it. He's Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, when he puts on that costume for the first time and he says, I'm Spider-Man, that's it. And he's carrying on Peter's legacy. And that's hugely important. And, and I it's like, great. And, and over in the comics, um, Spider-Gwen, uh, yeah. it, we're getting something similar because it's just been unveiled that she lives in a world where possibly something she did contributed to Peter's death. Yeah, she lives in a world where there's not, her, yeah. her boyfriend isn't Spider-Man. She got bit by a spider and she, her boyfriend was Peter Parker and mm-hmm. he died. Yeah. So she is Spider-Woman in her universe. There's no, she's not, you know, she's not even Spider-Gwen. That's just yeah. the name of the comic or whatever, but like she's Spider-Woman. Mm-hmm. And it's important where there's universes mm-hmm. where these characters are the, the end-all be-all because if they're just the side guy, then they're always just going to be the side guy. Yeah. You know, which is like, it's not as cool. It's not as important. And yeah. significant. So now in the Marvel comics, after what's happening right now, mm-hmm. we are going to get a Miles Morales comic, but he's going to be brought Maybe, into the yeah. regular Marvel universe. I love Miles, but I'm like bro- a little broken hearted about it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, and if you want to grab both of these stories, I think that they they just came out with like a Miles Morales Ultimate Trade paperback that oh, has nice. both of these in it. Oh, that's good. So it's all for you right there. So guys, check that stuff yeah. out. Uh, and you can always tweet at me, and I love an- answering that question. Hey, I like Green Lantern. Where do I start? Hey, I like what's Punisher. Your, what's Where do I start? What's the new segment on your show called? It's called If You Liked It, Read It. It's That's just so one cute. of our many, many it. episodes of it. our uh, YouTube show, Superhero News. So next up, we're trying to tackle Fantastic Four because people are like, hey, man, that movie was terrible. Is Fantastic Four good? And I'll say, read the Mark Wade run. It's uh, it's perfect. It's so good. It's so good. Right on your head, Oh, my God. It's attacking me. The it's power of Christ no. compels you. The power of the bugs. God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we're going to have to evacuate soon. Um, okay. Well, cool. That's, uh, God, that's, it makes me want to go back and read these stories because mm-hmm. I, I was reading the Ultimate Spider-Man stuff as it was coming oh, out. Was so I haven't best. read it since. It was the best. Yeah. yeah. And now you can grab a lot of that in like mm-hmm. Ultimate Collections and to go back and read it, you know, it's. People are like, ooh, Craven the Hunter might be the new bad guy. Yeah. Craven's lame. I'm like, well, not if not, not if you introduce him kind of the way Ultimate Spider-Man did, and if you do Craven's mm-hmm. Last Hunt, and if you you know if you just have that sort of comic book knowledge, you get more excited. But it also means you get way more disappointed in a movie <laughs> like Fantastic Four. Yeah, like Aww, yeah, <laughs> sad face. And then uh, we had one question on Twitter that I want to address real quick. Um, someone want to know if you think they're going to be able to pull in the House of M storyline, but using the Inhumans. What are your thoughts and opinions on that? I love House of M. House yeah. of M, in case people don't know, is uh, when the um, the fallout of the character Scarlet Witch, who in the Marvel comics is a mutant. She's not just like a miracle, like right. in the movies. She's you know, she's Magneto's. She's Magneto's daughter. daughter, right? Sister to Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. She um, she loses it and she becomes mentally unstable. And so, in this process where she's like becoming unhinged, she remakes the world. And she makes Magneto the ruler of it, her mm-hmm. father, and it's and he has a ruling house of the House of M. And in this world, every one of the people in her life, all the Avengers and all the X-Men, because she's part of both worlds, get everything they ever wanted. And it's an awesome story, And it, but it's also, like, really sad um, because Peter is married to Gwen Stacy and he has a kid. And Wolverine has all of his memories back. That's what he's all he's ever yeah. wanted. He's just like a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. He's a badass. But when they realize that this world is fake, the moment where Peter realizes that is brutal where he's like this isn't real and so they have to like unravel this and figure it out but it's heavily tied to the mutants and the avengers x-men mm-hmm. and the avengers it's a crossover right so, so can that they means do this in the marvel cinematic they can universe never do it i'm gonna say no and i don't think that they're using the inhumans to just replace mutant characters because they're different characters entirely yeah and the inhumans have their own stories and it's like i don't think that marvel's trying like that marvel studios needs wolverine so bad that they're like whoa let's make up a wolverine uh karnak he'll be our wolverine like no they're not doing that they're they have so many incredible stories to tell that yeah. don't involve the mutants that i yeah. think it's it's in, in a way now that now that fox i feel is taking the x-men 
seriously as a as a property i think yeah. we're getting the stories we want and we don't need them tied together you know yeah what, what would i love to see an ultimate like uh marvel and like avengers and x-men crossover yeah i would i really really would yeah do i need it i've got the books exactly yeah exactly that's that's well said mm-hmm. meredith well said there you go <sighs> well i i try sometimes i know uh <laughs> all right guys we got to wrap up soon but i uh, do have a couple shout outs want to thank jasper elwis uh to all you brits out there getting your al exams Good luck. I hope you all pass. Uh, to Carter Zarin, thank you so much. Uh, he's been watching from the start, 44 weeks oh now. Oh, my gosh. And Cesar Lozano, you rock. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, Koi will be back next week to give you your iTunes shout-outs. And if you guys have any anything you want to say to us, if you just want your name right on air, we do that because mm-hmm. we're nice. Uh, and also, <laughs> if you have any questions for things, I would definitely uh, hit up these two because Erica's our little comic book reader in training. Yeah. Yeah, I it's been really nice being on this show because you know I have I have a storied history with independent comics mm-hmm. and with uh like Vertigo yeah. uh but I I really don't have much of a Marvel base other than Ultimate Spider-Man yeah. and and with the two of you you've recommended a lot of stuff and I've started buying stuff and yeah. and I'm going to just marathon it. Oh my god. Can I yeah. say I love that you love to learn. That's I, my I just, that's my favorite quality in a person. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that but like that, Sounds cool. That's like, been like, uh, my favorite thing with the show is we've been getting tweets every week now where people are like, oh, I never picked up a comic book and now I have thanks to you. And I'm like, that's yes. all I want is to share share the love. It makes it all so, worth it. Yeah. All of this, this million dollar production, mm-hmm. guys. Yep. It's totally worth it. With this, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, with the flies and the green screen, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, so thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks so, so much for much having fun. us. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, final thoughts before we head out? Uh, just go read more comic books. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna read Fantastic Four so I find yeah. out what it really is about. I'll get you some good stuff. I'll get you some good stuff. Oh yeah, the good. good stuff. Be awesome. Be Before we go, I want to say special thanks to our prize sponsor. We have no Wizard World question of the week, but we'll be back. And just remember, we have Wizard World coming up in Chicago, August 20th and the 23rd, and in San Jose, September 4th through the 6th. Um, if you guys want, I will also be in Houston that weekend, September 4th through the 6th, at the amazing Houston Comic Con cool. uh, with Jessica Marison one of your uh, nice. co-hosts yeah. and then yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to come and hang out with me in Hawaii September 17th through the 20th what? I'll be on Honolulu at the amazing Hawaii Comic Con wow. and don't forget guys please 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 go head on over to iTunes give us a 5 star rating and uh, subscribe to us over on YouTube and we will be back next week bye bye, bye. from producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire Popcorn Talk Network we would like to thank you for tuning in For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.